First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. And welcome back to the Two Beers Podcast, pod of the everyman. We are you, you are us. We have a jam-packed show tonight. I am pumped. Here with my co-host, Drew. Drew, how's it going? Feeling jam-packed myself, pal. Feeling, <laughs> Hell yeah. Feeling good, feeling alive. Been waiting yeah, for this we got... weekend for a while. Yeah! We got uh, Stat Boy, Stat Man, Stat Man, Stat Boy. I'm a Stat Man. My brother Tori, we uh, who baby, we so much to talk about. Let's just jump right into it. Uh, everyone assume positions on the two brew salute. Three, two, one. Um, shout out to my brother for getting me some good beers here tonight. Um, I'm starting off with Four Points Brewing out of Charleroi, PA, double IPA, Object Beyond. Eight and a half point, eight point five percent, double IPA. So, get getting crunked. Drew, what you got? I've got a Lagunitas Stereohopic IPA. I have. Ooh. I've had this several times in the pod, and it's sued every time. Nice tea. Uh, I got jam packed with some uh, COVID vaccine a couple days ago, so I'm just on the. Uh, Water kick, I figured. Third Fish. week in a row. Third Look week, at us. I was going to say third week in a row with some agua. Look at us being responsible adults in society. Right? I know. All right. Um, that being said, let's let's come out of the gate sprinting. Um, we had a couple things we meant to bring up last week. Tori, you had a great one because I don't think any of the three of us are believers in that Fields guy that got drafted by that team out of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, Tori, what was that stat you had? Well, pretty much, I, I'm not a very big believer in any of the quarterbacks in this draft, but uh, as far as Ohio State quarterbacks, they just have a terrible, terrible track record. And uh, the quarterback with the most wins, touchdowns, passing yards, uh, everything by a long shot is Mike Tomzak, former uh, – Chicago Bear, Pittsburgh Steeler. Uh, I mean, it's n- nothing remarkable. I think he has 16,000 passing yards, and it, no one else is even close. Like, they just don't have – that school has not produced any star quarterbacks, uh, let alone long-term Ever? starters. Yeah, I know. Um, and, so, like, Justin Fields going to the Bears. Like, they're going to screw it up. It's like if the Pittsburgh yeah. Pirates draft somebody. Like, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so that's good stuff. And then Drew, as we are quickly descending into Aaron Rodgers' hate and le- <laughs> leading with the hate here on the pod, um, what was that tweet you saw, Drew? That was a great one. Uh oh, jeez. Oh, am I gonna am I gonna choke here? And uh... I, I remember it. No, it said, uh, the, it, "Go it ahead." Was, it was basically comparing. Rodgers to Brady. So the Patriots drafted the same number of first-round wide receivers in Tom Brady's first 16 seasons with the team as the Packers and Aaron Rodgers' first 16 seasons in Green Bay. We all know how many how many that is. 
Zero. Zero. Zero first-round wide receivers. And I, I said, yeah, but, you know, you got to factor in that uh, Rodgers had to go through Breeze. And, I mean, Br- Brady, he only had to go through Peyton Manning, let alone that, that Ben Roffel something guy. And, so. I mean, Philip Rivers. I mean, we could go down the, go down the list. And yeah, the, a bunch, cra- of, no- the, bunch of nobodies elite, on that. Joe Flacco. And the, the elite. <laughs> Nobody on, on that side of the bracket. The, the, yeah, the craziest thing is that I – and. I said it way back when we were talking playoffs. The the way that we overrate Brady and uh, Rodgers is if they own the NFC with just two Super Bowl appearances between them is just is so hilarious to me. And uh, you said Brady and Rodgers. Oh, sorry, I thought, I sorry, sorry. Breeze, yeah, Breeze and Rodgers. In fairness, Brady and Rodgers do have That's true. two You're NFC right. Super even, Bowl yeah. appearances between them. <laughs> Brady goes to the NFC. It's got as many NFC championships as both those freaking clowns. So. Yeah, we said it last week. Yeah, at some point, just put up and shut up and win games, man. Like, the the Packers haven't been this terrible team for you know twelve years. Like, just just get it done, man. Or go just go host Jeopardy. I'm I'm so I'm so off Who the Aaron. is Aaron Rodgers. I am so off the Aaron Rodgers um, train. All right, so continuing the sprint, just a couple things from last week. But now, last weekend in the boxing world, uh, again we're gonna sprint through these. But you know these were kind of like. I you know I I gave Ruiz his due but um dude he struggled with Ariola like uh I, I what he he got he got knocked it down was, right yeah he he got dropped in the third I believe um and then and then it was a close fight which the judges erroneously gave him all these rounds and like he should he should have handled Ariola that's BS like I, and he's supposed to be in great shape and all this like I, I'm knocking him down a peg in my book I, like I didn't see it because they were charging us 50 bucks for that for some reason yeah, I, and I wasn't I wasn't having that but I would give him a little bit more credit like he he was winning those rounds but he just wasn't winning them as convincingly as he should have like I don't think the score did you buy it or were you, you I, have, did you I find may or may not have just been pirating it off Twitter but um you know, I again, I, I I don't think the scorecards were crazy off. I just think okay. you know, for all the talk about him being in shape and working with, I'm still gonna butcher Reynosa's, Reynosa. Yeah, Reynosa's name. Um, working with him and Canelo, like he didn't convincingly, you know, beat Ariel. And I get it's his no. first fight back since he lost in uh, December 2019 to to Joshua, but. You know, Ariel is fucking forty years old for God's sakes. So I know that's not, like if you're hit, supposed to be hitting your peak. What was that? And then yeah. you know, um, you know who so, I, you know who I'd love to see him. All the talk is him and Wilder, and I don't think that would happen. You know who I'd love to see him get in the ring with as a little Usyk. Oh, I know it. Yeah, you want to see Usyk with anybody, which is fine. Well, I just um, think that's a good build up because he's not. I mean, sure, yeah. It's I quick, mean, that's, it's, that's... it's quick hands. He's got good boxing skills, Ruiz, yeah. and he's got power. So it's it's a it's a couple of things that Usyk hasn't seen before. I think that's a good test and barometer to get him ready for. Yeah, and Usyk's on most people's pound for pound in some capacity. So, yeah. Um, but that's that yeah, I, I that interests me more than Wilder because I don't think Wilder's going to fight him. Yeah, and then Shizora Parker again. This is where I said it was the fake and the phonies, and um, sure enough, I mean. Is wild. I mean, Chisora is, you know, he's a tough veteran. I give him that, but he's always been a wild thrower. Yeah. He, he pretty much beat Parker up for at least the first half of the fight. Knocked him down the first seven seconds. In first seven seconds, knocked him down. And then, you know, Parker, uh, you know, won, won on the cards. Um, yeah. I mean, I, now that, I thought that scorecard was bullshit. 
Yeah, Trezor beat was beating him. <sighs> Whatever. I don't want to spend a lot of time no, on yeah, it because we, we have so much to talk I about. Just, but that like, I, I, I thought he, he got robbed. Like, Parker fight. wants to be taken seriously, but, like, Wild flinging 37, 38-year-old Chisora just came in and pretty much won that fight, even though Parker won on the cards. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, all right, so I wanted to sprint through that stuff so we could get to the main course, the main attraction. This weekend coming up, we got Canelo versus Billy Joe Saunders. Let's go in, where is it, Drew? Texas. Woo-hoo-hoo. I am. Oh, God, I, I was going to sing the Pee Wee Herman song for Texas. I forget now. The stars are bright deep in the heart of Texas. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Um, but I am so pumped. Canelo, this is what, his third, third fight. fight of 2021 already? The third third fight he fought. Uh, third fight in like the last five months, we'll say. He fought once in the end of 20. Or it was the end of 20? 2020, yeah. He fought in December. Okay. Yeah, it was like the end of November, beginning of December he fought. Yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, and then he had that three round knockout, which yours truly called. Well, I guess the guy quit on the stool, yeah. but um. Yeah, now you called it, dude. And Billy Joe Saunders. Um, Billy Joe. He, he fought. What was it? Was it November? Yeah, no, uh, early December. I think December eighth was his last fight. Uh, I had it up and I lost it. Yeah, Darn. box this box rec bullshit keeps messing with me. It was like Martin. Yeah, yeah, that uh, and that guy was a little bit old, and um, oh, but yeah. and, and 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 Saunders struggled with him a little bit. Um, you know, he I think he eventually got. I the don't knockout, think. See, people right? people kept saying that. I don't think he did. Like there, he was never in trouble. Like he was never hurt in the fight. Like I just, I I dis I disagree with people that. And okay. I and I just. Watched, I mean, I didn't did think he it? looked particular. What's did that? Did you watch it? We watched it together. What the, I mean, the Saunders fight? Yeah, we watched it. No, it was... we totally didn't watch that together. I just watched it two days ago. Okay, well, maybe you watched I guess, it. I get. I guess it was just me then. I'm pretty. Been. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I didn't watch it live. Yeah, I, I. I. I mean, he won like every round, so I guess it's hard to. And he should have had a knockdown that got taken away. Um, yeah. Okay. Whatever. I guess the point being is that this is to unify. Um, three belts. Three belts. Yeah. Three WBC, belts. WBA, and... WBO. And, um, dude, Saunders has just been pissing me off this entire week. What, all the lead up, what he all does, the lead bro. up. But like, like he, they were bitching about they need a twenty-four foot ring. I'll say, and like, tip, typical is what, like eighteen or twenty. I'm not and sure. He's saying he needs a. I'm not sure. He's saying he needs a twenty-four foot ring. Yeah. Like, well, he's, he's where's he trying to run to? <laughs> you you give your piece on the fight, and I'll. Oh, I'll give well, it. I'm just saying, like. He and then he was making excuses. What was the other excuse he was making? That uh, oh he he I better be coming out second. I think that I better was be joke. walking out second, or, or, or I'm walking. <laughs> what I just like, I'm just getting so pissed at this guy. And I mean, he's doing it obviously just to try and piss off Canelo. But then he was also just being extremely rude to all the Mexican um, uh, um journalists and stuff, and. Actually, Ray, Reynoso just came out today and was like, I'd never do this. And, uh, you know, I don't care if we win by KO or not. He's like, I just want Canelo to knock this guy out. <laughs> I want I want the KO win. And so do I. And I'm like, Saul Alvarez, let's do but that's this. What he, but that, that's on. what he does. Like he, he, wants you, he wants you to change your game plan and get angry and fight that oh, way. He's a, I don't he's disagree a, with you. Listen, and I, I, 
I don't know what they actually agreed on for the ring. But first off, if they did agree in their contract that the ring should be 22 feet, then the ring should be 22 feet. I mean, that's just... 22 or 24. Whatever, whatever it was. They, yeah, yeah, whatever they agreed to. But the, yeah, whole, I... the, whole, the whole reason why he would want that is because a smaller ring favors Canelo and takes away the strengths of Saunders, which is he's excellent fighting off his back foot. He's got great foot movement. He's good. You know, he's he's a slick southpaw um, with a lot of stick and move, one, two jabs. Like, when you have a shorter ring, you're not able to do all that and move around as much. And then Look, you're just sitting I, I understand. That doesn't make him not a bitch. I'm not like saying I, he's not. Well, that's what I'm saying. If that was really in the contract, then I, I don't know why anyone's like, oh, why is he complaining? It's like, well, if you agree to that, it should be in there. That's like that's <laughs> that's like me showing up to the fight and they're like, yeah, you know, we're just gonna pay you, you know, five grand less because we feel like it. It's like, well, dude, I, I I don't think anybody's arguing that. It's just like, yeah, how is this it. something that's being argued about like the week two of days the before fight. the fight? Yeah, I mean that's yeah. fair. Um, hey, it looks like they accidentally kicked Tori out. I'll so I'll we'll see if, if he, he gets uh, back in gets here. Back Listen, I'm gonna t- I'll tell you this. I think that Saunders is a really good fighter. I think I think the his style, the way he is he is really good fighting off that back foot, which not a lot of fighters are. Great combos. I think he he doesn't have a lot of power from what I've seen um, in the couple of fights that I've watched. But I mean, he just he's just got really good combinations. I think against any other fighter in that division, I think he's he's winning he's winning the fight easily. Um, the problem is that. What Canelo, I mean, Canelo's defense, I mean, I sent you that video today where a guy threw like 40 punches and he didn't land one on Canelo. I just, I don't think, I don't think that his defense is going to allow Saunders' strengths to shine in the fight. Well, that's what I was going to say when you were talking about the big ring. Like, I think that realistically, they, because uh, Canelo is... Uh, a counter puncher as well at, at this stage of his career, and well, so it's like I, I don't think it matters. He's what, a, well, what, Canelo also what size the... Canelo also does a great job of cutting off. Hey, the Tori's ring. back, so it's hard to cut off the. It's easier to cut off the ring when there's less. Of sure, it. yeah, um, okay, I'll give you that. But like that's because hey, that's, that's, co- I mean, that's, yeah. that's what he was doing okay. with Callum Smith. Um, yeah, you know, you, uh, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. That's well, yeah, that's not even talk about the ring. Listen, here's the. For anybody that's, it's funny, <laughs> it's awesome. The the most, the great part about all this is like Tyson Fury's there cheering on Saunders and just talking shit and being. <laughs> Which we love Tyson Fury. Yeah, he's like singing and being, he's like walking around in his bathrobe and stuff. I love, I love that guy. Um, he's just so great for the sport. Uh, the two things, the two things that do trouble me is why I just, I can't see something upset happening is because one, anytime you have a fighter and the, the knock on Saunders is he only fights well when he wants to. That's not a good habit. Like, you know, the yeah. the, the greats fight great all the time. Um, yeah. And, like, I just – and, again, I just kind of question – I just question his heart a little bit. And it's kind of like you can't – you can't have that mentality going. I'm all about – I'm all about shit-talking and talking trash to Canelo and all that stuff. Like, do what you do. Like, you know, we're going to talk about Mayweather and, and Paul here for a second. But, um, you know, you, you kind of when, – when you do – when you do do the thing with the ring – and the ring walk and stuff like that. Like if it's being serious, it just shows like a lack of, um, you know, that hunger in there. And that's, that's what worries me. That's what you need to beat Canelo. Um, I, how do you, how do you, you got anything else in the fight? We go to predictions. 
Uh, no, other than the knock on Canelo is that he typically, I mean, I don't know about typically, but he has historically had um, trouble with slick lefties, um, slick southpaws, and, and that's what Billy Joe is, so that's why people are kind of very intrigued by this matchup. I, I, I think he, he eventually puts puts him in, in his place like he did with Callum Smith. Uh, I, I think he, I don't think it happens as easily as it did with Callum Smith, but I think by the end it's kind of like holy shit, he just did he just Callum Smithed him. Yeah, um, I think I think that, my my head is my head is saying that take Canelo on the cards, and that's my head, and my heart is saying <laughs> in the I, I'm gonna say either the 11th or 12th round that Reynoso is gonna be like just get this guy, and he's gonna like just wear him down enough. That in, he's going to take them into the deep waters in the tenth, eleventh, twelfth, and, and get the stoppage. Um, what are you thinking? Uh, my mind's the same thing. I think Canelo. I think Canelo wins on the cards, one sixteen, one eleven. I think he gets one knockdown. Um, if he's going to knock him out, it's going to happen in like the sixth or seventh round. Why? Why do you say that? I just. I just think that he'll he'll overwhelm him and start to beat on him. And I, that's where I say where I question, I question his heart. And like, that's when you typically see fighters quit on the stool. If they're not going to like, they're not going to come out. It's like, all right, I'm seven rounds in. I'm, I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm just, I'm going home. Um, so I think, yeah, I think, see, though, I don't, I, I, I don't, think... I think the, the longer it goes, I think that Saunders may still think he's got a good chance. I don't, I don't know that Canelo, like, again, I don't think Canelo is going to deviate from his game plan to get do that. Like I just, that's just not who he is. I, I know, but I think that his defense combined with his his combos that he comes back with on his counter punching. Yeah, he might. That, I think that mentally he's eventually just going to break him down with, with yeah, his defense. I mean, yeah, the thing. And and then and then in the later rounds he's just going to. That's when he's going to start the rat a tat tat and just pour it on him. And Billy Joe's going to be like he's going to be mentally tired. He's going to be physically tired. And that's when Canelo. Like I think Canelo will play a smart fight until the end, and then when once he mentally and physically tires him out, then he'll just like kick in the offense, and then like that tenth, eleventh, twelfth round, I think is when he just is like, "F this, I'm going, I'm going for the legacy, I'm going for the stop." Uh, yeah, uh, we'll just have to agree and disagree. I just, right. I just think his ability to fight off the back foot's gonna keep him in the fight longer and just give him more of a chance to survive. Yeah, so no, I, think he, I, I just think I, he needs to break. If he's gonna break him, it's got to be early. Um, that's all. No, I, I, that's. I think. I think. I think that's a very logical thought. And my head is with you, but I'm just saying how I. Yeah. Well, I mean, we and, both. And, here, both, and here's both the other. Here's on the card. So. And here. And here's. Here's the other thing. Well, I'm going with my heart. I'm gonna go 10th oh, or 11th. All right. All right. Or 11th or 12th or whatever I said. 10th through 12th. A uh, late round knock. Uh, late round TKO stoppage. Um. And here's the other thing that uh, that's swaying me over the edge. What you got, bro? What you got? Canelo has moved all these weight classes and unified all these belts, and he's doing this for legacy. There's not a lot of boxers out in the, in in this sport right now that are taking on fights and doing all this stuff for legacy. And not that it's worth less if he doesn't knock him out, but he I think he just wants it. I think he freaking wants it he's what he's had over 60 fights now he's 31 or something like this dude freaking wants it and and that's why he's so fun to root for and 
I, I just think he's going to go for it. I think that's yeah. I, well, think that's, that's, yeah. I think that's what he we, wants people to 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 think of him. See, as, we, we so. think we think the same thing. That's why, but we think the opposite result. Like I think because of that, he won't. He's not going to take a chance when he knows he's beating the guy to get out of character to get caught with something. Not again. I don't think Saunders has to cut that type of power, but. You know, all it takes is one shot to the... We're, we're, we're opposite sides of the same coin. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, but, you know, okay. sometimes all it takes is one shot to the chin, and you're out, so... Yeah, all right. Well, um, anyway, the the card... Um, oh, well, let me... So, they're... Um, hold on, let me get to it. The ring walks are planned for 11 o'clock. It's on, it's on uh, the zone. I don't think we have to pay extra on top of the zone. No. Do we? No, we pay yeah, for the zone. We better not. No, we didn't yeah, have. I mean, we didn't if have, we do, we, we didn't for son for the. Uh, no, we haven't for any other fight. No, that that's yeah, yeah. That's the network that you pay for, which is weird yeah, exactly. because I don't know. Maybe they've changed it to the one-time fee, but you might as well listen. I and I, I'm pretty honest when I tell people to pay for fights. I I think this is a pay-per-view worth buying because I think yeah, it's absolutely. a really intriguing fight, even if it's only goes six rounds. It's a t- it's going to it's it's a top 5 matchup. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's a top 5 matchup. Yeah. And I mean Canelo Canelo's uh, going to go of the year. Yeah. And I mean Canelo's going to go down probably as one of the top 5 fighters of all time, so you should you should watch him against legitimate fighters any chance you can get. Yeah. Um so again, that's that's they're they're targeting an 11 p.m. ring walk um in in uh British standard time it's like 1 a.m. cracks me up. Um so that's 11 p.m. Eastern or, or Central. Uh, hold on, hold on. 11 p.m. Eastern. They um, probably they probably won't go on till like quarter to 12. His his shit always but, takes forever. Oh God, are we gonna get another 45 minute ring walk from Canelo? That would be, that would awesome. be awesome if he goes purposely good. If, if he may, if he's like yeah, I'll go first and then he takes like 40 minutes to get down there anyway. Yeah. Uh. Um. Anyway, so I wanted to touch on the card. Um. There's a couple people who who they want to be names like this soto guy is a junior flyweight wbo whatever solely main suzoko or something people want him to be a name whatever frank sanchez is a heavyweight i've tried to write this guy off a couple times but he's a legitimate prospect he's he's a muscular big puncher all right well let's keep our eye on him he he just knocked out some guy named howard in november um and looked very good doing it um so let's keep our eye on him although he was with pbc so i don't know if he switched promotions or what's going on there and then um Keyshawn davis and i think this is his brother kelvin davis because i think they fought on the same card previously um but Keyshawn davis is is someone who they want to be a prospect at 130 um he's like a bajillion to one favorite um so he's on this fight uh might be interesting or on this card so the two i'd say on to to keep an eye on this card is is frank sanchez heavyweight Keyshawn davis lightweight and we're lukewarm on those guys we we kind of don't know um you know something to keep our eye out but but alvarez and saunders we are we are pumped for that yeah um and waiting, Anything else waiting. You want to add and there? then the after after that, the big thing will be: Does Plant take a fight before an eventual the eventual showdown with the winner? A tune up, yeah. Or just because does, does he Plant. does because what if he does? Like, do do you risk that Canelo payday? That'll be interesting. Yeah, maybe he'll fight you. That'll tell me. That'll tell. <laughs> that'll, that'll tell me a lot. Yeah, that'll tell me a lot about uh, 
about Plant. So yeah, because if, um, if he's confident, if he if he's really as good as he says he is, he'll he'll what's he worried about fighting somebody? So yeah, so we'll I'm not looking that far ahead, but that's no, that's I'm a good al- point. Always looking far ahead, baby. Speaking of which, Ooh. um, how about the fights we got coming up in June? Ooh, top rank on top rank, yeah. Spout that off. June, so it's going to be a, it's a three-fight series, the Virgin Hotels, which let's keep an eye on that because I wouldn't mind going out to Vegas in June. Oh, that's right. Dude, I, I know. I'm, you suck. Um, I, yeah, I got the family vacation on from the 19th to the 26th, so Tori I'm out for go. both of those Tori, you going to that nonsense? Or? Tori, you want, you want to go out to Vegas with Drew? What's, it, what's the date? June 26th. The 26th is is um, Loma, and, and ni- but the, the 12th and the 19th are good fights, too. I am also on vacation on the 26th. Uh, you guys are the worst. All right, so we got Saturday, June 12th. We got Shakur Stevenson, one of our one of our favorite young Finally. guys. Finally. He's fighting Nakatilla. I have no idea who that is, um, but it's always great to see Shakur in the ring. On the 19th, the monster returns to the U.S. In a way, a lot of people's top three pound-for-pound fighters in the world. God, I can't wait to yeah, see him again. He's fighting No idea how you say that. <laughs> uh, nailed it. And he nailed it. And then the big one, the return of the real pound-for-pound king behind Crawford now. Vasily Lomachenko against Nakatani, June 26, 10 p.m., yeah, what a Nakatani's skilled. I, Loma's the favorite, but yeah, Nakatani's well, skilled. He's skilled, and he's gonna have probably a six-inch height and six-inch reach advantage on. Really, I didn't Loma. realize that. I think he's big. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't realize that. Nakatani. Oh yeah. Dude, he did. He made Lopez look small when they fought. Yeah, he's big, man. Um, yeah, you know what? This old, this so, old, like we we like Nakatani, and actually. This is, if you remember, when we this is we first started the pod, and I I fired out a tweet, and people liked it, Tori, and uh, <laughs> but it actually it got a lot of play, like fifty or like seventy five likes real or something people like liked that. It, not the bot. Ooh. Yeah, and it was uh, and it was because Nakatani fought Verdejo, and Verdejo has a um, uh, like a uh, what am I trying to say? Like his reputation is that he comes on fast and then just kind of like doesn't have the stamina and fades and sure enough nakatani was knocked down once or twice twice don't maybe, remember maybe three times in the fight it was at least twice. he was knocked. he was knocked down and down and out and and he came back roaring back versus verdejo yeah and um my tweet was something to the to the effect of love this sport um you know, there's no teammates when you get knocked down. You got to dig deep and pull yourself up and decide that you want to move forward. And, dude, he came back and beat Verdejo. Just, this is what makes we, my... we love the guy. He's He just happens to be fighting our, our number oh, one yeah. favorite I gotta homosexual say, this is what makes boxing great. bromance. What, what, what do you have in you when you've been pushed to the extreme? There's no teammate to get your back. You dig deep or you don't. I have that pin yep. that saved in my... Uh in my photos fantastic uh two two beers uh tweet there yeah listen yeah, so, we're gonna so we're great. gonna we're gonna see what our man's made of is he gonna come back with a vengeance and uh absolutely just dominate him like i mean he i mean he should dominate nakatani like i know he's got skill he's got this he should he should yeah. the twitter the twitter verse says that loma's washed up and he's uh, yeah exactly he he he's done we're gonna find out and it and yeah we're, we are gonna find out we are gonna find out if that's true um, and so we are we are pumped for that 
Um, which leads me to our next topic. <laughs> I'm gonna blow your socks off with with these details. Yeah, dude, he's dude, so, he's five eleven with a seventy one inch reach. And what's Loma's what's five, Loma? Loma's five seven. Five six. Five, oh wow. Oh no, so actually no, he inches. might be. Wait, Loma is five seven with a sixty five inch reach. So four inches and six yeah. inches. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I know those pretty well. So go ahead. Four and six. Four and six. Start at four. Depending, depending on the day. Hey, hey, hey. Um, so the uh, speaking of Verdejo, um, this has been all over the news, and I know you haven't been up on it. So I it's been a busy week. I, I, I'm going to hit you with this, okay? So I hate using the term mistress because I think it's Ooh. so strange when it's when it's <laughs> like, but Verdejo's girlfriend, who's not his wife, um. So he, let's start at the end. Get there faster. They god. found a body. Oh god! In some kind. Of, What's that? In some. You didn't hear this? I no. I saw I saw I saw this a message from Top Rank, just like saying something. I thought he died. To be honest with you, I no. So, but I so didn't read into here it. Here I am getting here. I am getting here faster. Yeah, so go so, ahead. So they found a body in some kind of reservoir down in Puerto Rico. Wow. And um, it's his girlfriend, who's not his wife. And uh, she turned out that she was pregnant. Uh-oh. And he was approached by authorities and eventually just confessed. And what happened was um, she took a pregnancy test. And, and they were they were on again, off again since middle school. Um, his lady friend on the side. His late his lady friend on the side. Okay, not his wife. And so she took a pregnancy test and told him to come over. And her whole family was like, "Dude, he's bad news. He's already threatened to hurt you. Like, don't do like, don't invite him over." And I guess he had an accomplice in this, but he he basically punched her with which a boxer punching someone's a big deal, yeah. and tied her to cinder blocks. Um. I forget if he choked her out, but shot her with a gun as he threw her in her body, like into the, into the reservoir, into the cinder blocks, shot her, drowned her, murdered her. He's, he's, he's like, so in Puerto Rico, like you, like they don't have the death penalty, but because it's a, uh, like a United States territory or whatever, it's a federal crime. So he is eligible for the death penalty for, killing her killing the baby and it's just like this he he confessed what to, the he hell confessed to this already i i don't know if he technically did but maybe the accomplice did um but yeah the details were in an article that i read and i was just like wow what the what so you obviously get nothing of that from reading that little like clip of top rank like oh we distance ourselves from this ho ho like, i, I literally thought crap. he like, died oh my god no, he just and, and and then the article goes on to say about how like domestic violence is such a problem in Puerto Rico. Is that and... is that what we're calling that domestic violence? <laughs> I know, right? Like, oh my god! I'm not trying to make light of someone's the death of a, an unborn child and a, a lady, but my god! Yeah, it's a bit past domestic violence. I was I was point. not expecting that at all. I thought you were going to tell me like he was like caught with like eight kilos of blow or something like that. Jesus. I know, right? Like, what yeah. the hell? So the boxing world is just kind of like people are just like, 
nobody what do you say like that's it that's insanity that's wow yeah so <sighs> he the guy was like a legitimate fighter now he's now he's not wow yeah so pivoting off of that i got nothing um, I, easy segue here but um other craziness going on and i guess we'll call it boxing um but but floyd yes. mayweather and and hmm. logan paul and then jake paul entered the fray um Drew, why don't you just set the scene of what took place today or yesterday? Yeah, or yesterday whatever were, this was? I, it was today. No, I think it was it was today. I think they were in Florida. Actually, I don't think they were in Texas. Um, I think they were in Florida. Which yeah. which was Thursday, May sixth. Yeah, it was Florida. Um, so they were just having like the press conference with Mayweather and Logan Paul. You know, they had that whole thing. It didn't look like there was much between those two, except for like the typical staring each other down, talking a little bit. But the big story was, after the fact, somehow he bumped into Jake Paul, and they just started really chirping at each other, to the point where Jake Paul was basically challenging him to a fight, and then I mean, you know, Mayweather's got his entire arsenal with him of, of bodyguards, not weapons. So for anyone, who's, for anyone who's no Floyd, pivoting off of the Verdejo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just want to clarify. <laughs> the one dude looked like he was about like a legit six nine. Oh uh, yeah, he's a big. He was he's a, he's a big guy. Um, not not to mention uh, Floyd's daughter stabbing someone, murdering someone, and getting away oh, with it. Uh, anyway, back to fun stuff. Um, yeah, and so and, and out of nowhere, as the as the the you know the the shit the shit yelling contest is about to end, Jake Paul snatches snatches <laughs> Floyd's hat off his head and goes, "Got your hat!" and starts running away. And Floyd starts chasing him. It's like all pandemonium in the, like the the bowels of the stadium, like them just screaming. Flo- it basically looks like The Rock and Vince McMahon. Yeah, like, like Floyd. Yeah. yeah, Floyd's Floyd's out there, like y'all messing with the wrong person, but way more vulgar, going on and on. Like y'all don't know, y'all don't know, but all this stuff. Listen, hilarious. I'll f and kill you. I'll yeah. f and kill you. Awesome. Over a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it, to confirm, I'm pretty sure they got the hat back. Um, For Dejo yeah. learned off of me. <laughs> Listen, oh, I think that was all work. I think it was staged. Floyd's Floyd is the businessman of all businessmen. Uh, these two Paul brothers, you know, playing with themselves on fourteen second fourteen second loop videos, somehow are worth more money than the three of us combined will ever be worth, unless Dodgecoin yeah. takes over. Um, I you know I think it's going to be a perfect you know Floyd's going to get a hundred million dollars to beat up Logan Paul. And then they're gonna they're gonna promote him and Jake Paul as revenge for my brother after this big startup and all this shit talking and Floyd's gonna cash in another hundred and fifty million dollars fighting fighting this fighting this, these loser brothers it's amazing both of them hey yeah. you know what kudos dude if you can get it Floyd go get it man why not who's people are talking people that talk to you talking shit about Floyd for all this like yeah. who who who's turning down a hundred million dollars yeah like why why would you like why, why are you put too. why are you putting up with all the nonsense. If you've already have like money, it's never it's never enough, bro. I know for some people it's never. You can always have more. That's just what it is, man. Yeah, the deal with these two morons. You can buy a lot more hats with that money. Oh my god, (laughs) nah, dude. You can never you can never have enough. Tori, what'd you was what'd you say there was something on Twitter that was funny or something? Oh, I mean, I just saw that Jake Paul switched his like Twitter name to Gotcha Gotcha. Hat or something. Yeah. 
dude, it's great. I'm telling you, this is awesome. I, I, I'm hey, all for the real. Let look. Let's not let's not bury the real news here. Uh, Drew, didn't somebody change their fight off of June? It 5th? certainly seems like the. Uh, <laughs> it seems like the new pay per view king is going to change his date again because uh, the Triller. I guess Triller is afraid that uh, they're not going to get as much as much buys because of the uh, the Floyd Paul fights. So Tio and. Uh, Campos, it's really the Holyfield, the Holyfield card to me. Tio is the undercard on that. Um, now they're looking at different dates. The problem is June's packed. Like June, June nineteenth. <laughs> I love it so. Yeah. I just love it so much. It's just oh, it is. Yeah, it's hilarious. Like, oh, June fifth, and then Floyd is gonna fight a YouTuber, and they're like, all right, all right, we're not going to do June fifth. I, <laughs> I wish, I wish Loma would have just pulled out of the fight with the injury it it, it just it grinds my gears i saw they were talking about june 19th as yeah, this fight dude like and, in, in and a, they were they're gonna promote it as juneteenth is like you know like a celebration of black history awesome. and stuff and i mean in a way fighting for free charlos are on pay-per-view like who, <laughs> who the hell's bottom? like i i would i would watch the charlo brothers fight nobody's before i'd pay for that nonsense um holyfield's not even fighting anyone good so why do i care about holyfield at that point it doesn't matter and then know. what they should do is you know what they really should do? That's but see, it's it's Triller. It's not him. They should go. They should go on June twenty sixth and see if more people will watch Loma for free than pay to watch him fight. That would be fun. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, but but boxing fans never equate the two, and and I get it, but like they never so like. What Crawford would would get like what one point five two million people watching for free yeah. or whatever it is, but they're like oh, Spence gets three hundred thousand pay per views and that's all they care about and it's like okay well you're talking apples and oranges so what's like yeah why is one better than the other yeah so I mean it doesn't matter yeah. but I mean, I just wanted to bring it up because it's like it's funny no it is dude it's hilarious. he's getting gotta, outplayed by they got, they got, they got, yeah they got it and after he YouTubers. was talking he was talking all that trash about Floyd ruining his legacy these YouTube guys are a joke and yet they're they're afraid to put their card up against that which is hilarious yeah so fantastic go Floyd um I was oh. never a big Floyd guy I'm start I'm starting to become a big Floyd Mayweather fan yeah I, I don't care one way or the other but whatever um not spend my money on it. Oh God, no. Okay, all right. So we're 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 about halfway through beer one here. Um, let's catch our breath. We still got a lot to go. Next part is um, I'm cracking a NHL update. Three. What? What's that? I'm so cracking, I might just yeah, crack maybe the do, second one anyway, do it, This is a three beer night. Um, so <laughs> I have to miss it. And you have to miss it. So, uh, no true update on the NHL after we kind of recap the final week. It, it's all kind of stayed static. Um, the closest remaining battle is Pittsburgh is two points ahead of Washington, but Washington has two games in hand. And for that matter, Boston has two games in hand and was is within four points of Pittsburgh. Is this is this accurate now? Is this live? Whatever, so. whatever the case is. Pittsburgh really may not win this. I, I, I kind of picked them last week, hoping and wishing and praying. Um, but Capitals kind of seem like they're going to take this. But uh, the rest of them kind of stayed static from last week. Oh, I see Carolina won tonight, so they are really looking looking prime. Um, any hoodles. The big news out of NHL this week is Tom freaking – Wilson. Blow my mind again because I don't know who Washington that is. Jerk, I haven't been paying attention. Jerk face. The Vontez Burfict of the NHL, Drew. That's, that's a really that's, good comparison, actually. That's 
the best way I can say it. And it's so comparison. So a stand up a so, stand up guy that pays his bill and couldn't be more courteous. Yeah, it, it, ex- exactly. Cool. So this scumbag, uh, you know, they get into a scrum in front of the net a couple nights back. Uh, it's uh, Capitals versus Rangers, and he takes. Firstly, someone's laying down on the ground, and he just like rabid punches them like in in the kidneys and in the side and that causes a bigger scrum which he then takes the best player panarin on the rangers and punches him grabs his head and slams him down into the ice and as he's trying to get up basically just like grabs him on the back of the net and just ragdolls him like into the ice and shakes him and stuff and whips him all around now the nhl player safety imagine if like james harrison was running player safety for the nfl okay they have a guy his name is george peros who was a fighter running the player safety department and so like even though he got kicked out of the game they give him they give tom wilson just like a five thousand dollar fine or something like that and he's not only a repeat offender in his career he had a huge suspension last year in the playoffs if memory serves and I think it bled into, or maybe it was two years ago in the playoffs, and it bled into last year. Whatever the case was, he's been suspended this year already. Like he's 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 had multiple offenses this year. I'm starting to really like this guy. Okay, keep going. And so, like they just give him a slap on the wrist, and the the Rangers come out and say like, um, what do they say? They say like, uh, uh they say okay. So the Rangers tweet, um, or they release a statement. It says, the New York Rangers are extremely disappointed that Capitals forward Tom Wilson was not suspended for his horrifying act of violence last night at MSG. Wilson is a repeat offender with a long history of these type of acts, and we find it shocking that the NHL and their Department of Player Safety failed to take the appropriate action and suspend him indefinitely. Wilson's dangerous and reckless actions cause injury to Artemi Panarin, da-da-da-da-da. And they they basically they go on to say like George Peros is unfit to be in his capacity for player safety. We we think he should resign. Okay. And, and just sound off. And like I don't know why more teams didn't come in behind him. Well, they didn't want to get fined, but like the Rangers immediately they didn't hold back. The Rangers immediately fired uh, general manager Jeff Gordon and. Um, president john davidson jeff gordon and uh jeff gordon gorton j-o-r-t-o-n yeah <laughs> wait what yeah so so they fired the gm and the president drew the of operations Why? for releasing the statement for calling for the resignation of the of the guy at the league league office and saying he wasn't fit Man, um sounds like, so sounds like he's not he's not and so he's not and so like the rangers get pissed off because now their best player is out for the remaining like six games of the year or whatever it is. And like he got bashed in the head by this total jerk off. Nothing happened other than this measly fine. So they play the Capitals the next game because this crazy schedule this year where you play the same teams a bajillion times. So they, so they played drew Rangers Capitals. Like, I don't think it was the next night. I think it was like the, the following, like two nights later. 
right first play of the game, drop of the puck, line brawl. Three fights right off the yes, bat. Yes, that sounds awesome. Wilson gets his ass out there. Somebody fights him. Somebody People are slashing him, trying to take him out. Um, there were so many fights early on that the Rangers had like five or six guys. I'm, uh, where was the Capitals? One of the teams had five or six guys in the box, and somebody tweeted out like two – two more penalties and this exceeds the maximum capacity for a gathering in the state of New York <laughs> under COVID rules. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but like, so the Rangers are just pissed and they're just trying to like hit this guy, fight this guy. Like the, he was in like one or two fights. There was so many fights. Um, there, there was another dirty play where Buchnevich for the Rangers hit Mantha, a guy who was traded to the Capitals midseason, cross checked him right in the face. Like, so much bad so so much bad blood and like um then the rangers ended up getting fined 250,000 for calling for the resignation of of a sitting official and questioning a sitting official and all this total bs and and it's just like look unless you're a capitals fan like if you're a capitals fan honestly like i i don't i don't even hate ovechkin anymore like an amazing goal scorer Good for you guys. You won that championship. Like, Capitals fans are diehards. You guys deserved it. All that crap. Screw you guys. Screw your organization. Anything, every time that you stand up for Tom Wilson, he's a scumbag. Doesn't even deserve to be in the league. And uh, and also, after Panarin got injured, the Capitals tweeted out this tweet about, like, how awesome Tom Wilson is and, like, how he lives rent-free in people's heads and all this stuff. And it's like... You you have it's like imagine if the Bengals just like flaunted Vontez Perfect for being an asshole like that's what this was, and it's just everybody in the league hates this guy and like I don't know I do know how because the Capitals just love it and they're just they're equally scumbags they uh, I honestly can't even make make a coherent point at this point other than to pass along the information. And I freaking hate Tom. I mean, Wilson. I don't understand why the yeah. why the Rangers felt the need to fire their GM. Like, who cares if they call out the? I yeah, know. I yeah, I, th- that's that. That's a great point because that's how everybody feels. They're like, it, dude, they're just saying how, what everybody yeah, feels. To me, that came off as like, oh, this is an excuse to do something that we were planning to do anyway. Fair. You know <laughs> what I fair. mean? Like, yeah, that's fair. Like, yeah, because yeah, that is bullshit. Like, why? Like, why would you? Why, 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 but yeah, th- what's a five thousand yeah. dollar fine? Like, I mean, just suspend like, him for the rest yeah. of the well, year and playing, wait till the off season. Especially and, if your and, player's and, like, hurt. Like, if your player got hurt, you should be pissed. Yeah, yeah. But he's one of the top like five or ten players in yeah, the so league. So what are they? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, they, I was, they did nothing to stand up for their guy. Uh, I mean, well, the two guys who got fired did, but yeah, <laughs> is it isn't go for Rangers fan? That makes that makes he that, is. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that checks out. That checks, yeah, that 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 type of stuff checks out. Cool. Oh man. Cool. Anyway, so that that's that's the this week in the NHL. Um, shout out to my boy Tim at the uh, Rambling Brews. He's been all over Tom Wilson all year. So, uh, just freaking sick of that guy. Um. Yeah, me too. <laughs> anyway, oh, we're um, talking about different guys. Go ahead. Keep me going. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Um, okay. S- full sprint ahead here. Albert Pujols was cut by the Angels today, uh, Thursday, May 6th again. So 
okay, this was the 10th year of that mega contract. Um, it was 10 years, 240 million. He said, um, I didn't even realize it until my brother here brought it to my attention, but um, he said, hey, play me or cut me, and they cut him. And so, I mean, I guess first question is, where does he land? Um, I have no idea. Drew, Tori, I'll throw it up to you guys. But you guys got any realistic? All time? Like, my, my no, no, I mean, like, for like a team to, to play, play on. For the remainder of this year, the, uh, my Seattle. Very, my very first instinct goes back was to like, St. Louis. "Oh, that's exactly what I thought." I was like, Go "Oh, he must, be, he must have asked for this so he could get back to St. Louis. Like, there must be some like handshake deal." But no, so he, he could go a, behind Goldie. They got Goldie. What, I mean, just to finish. I mean, just it's finish, just, yeah, that yeah, last half year of his yeah. career. I mean, I figured he would maybe. just like end it in a St. Louis uniform, but maybe Pirates. No, I mean. But yeah, I mean, as far as an actual landing spot, I I have not gone through to check the uh, first base rosters of the whole league. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just jokingly said Detroit and have him and Miguel Cabrera up there just slugging away. <laughs> <laughs> they could take turns playing. Miggy's one of my all-time favorite players. Yeah, um, it, it's been hard to watch watch him decline for for me. I mean, Same him and Pujols. Pujols is one of my all-time favorite players too. So it's yeah, that's it's been rough to watch them decline. But uh, okay, beyond where they land this year, so I really don't have a realistic uh, place where he lands. Yeah, I wasn't thinking that. Here's here's my question: take take okay. take the extracurriculars out of it because you never know who was doing what. Who's the better Who's the better all time player? Pujols or Bonds? Bonds. Yeah. Um, Bonds. I mean, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Bonds is one of the top two or three players of I, all time. I, think, I, I don't even care about the steroids. Yeah. I mean, Ruse is hard because Bonds. things things have changed. Things changed so much from way way back then. And yeah. and Pujols is probably top ten. Yeah. I mean, I I still think Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player of all time. Definitely I, the greatest one I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with you. I mean, I, I might even agree with you. Yeah. Um, Trout Trout might take make get there one day, but he's not there. No. Yet. No, he might. Strong now. What's your not? To, I know we got a ton to talk about. What's what's your angst on on that comment there, T bag or <laughs> T bag? That's great. <laughs> T what, What's my angst on what? Like comment? why? Like why? Why do you Trout, think, why do you think Trout eventually wouldn't won't get there? I don't think he'll have the longevity or the production to get okay. to the numbers that that uh, half his career. Yeah. I was just that, curious because uh, most people would, most people would point to he's only been the one postseason, and I was gonna say, yeah. I mean that's Bonds' thing. He never won anything, so. I mean, he did make a World Series. Uh, also blew a three-one lead in it. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. He was there. I love uh, him. I mean, I'm not arguing. Better than Mike Trout's done. Hey, look, I love, that uh, ball still hasn't landed. Did he hit in the World Series against the Angels? It's still in orbit around the Earth. Yeah. It's gonna come crashing in, down with in the that playoffs, Chinese uh, satellite. In the playoffs, he was walked with the bases loaded. Yeah, I mean, I just I told mean, you everything you need to know about Barry Bonds. Yeah. And listen, and that, people that didn't like him was because he was a, a, a jerk off and a, a, a jerk, I mean, yeah. I love those guys. So the more the more of them, the better. <laughs> All right. So so here's what yeah, I want to start off. So um. So it was. Uh, he had the ten-year uh, run with LA. I guess nine and a half. So um, here's just a couple of the stats. Um, his OPSs with St. Louis were like one point one, one point oh seven, one point oh three, one point one, one one four, one one point oh one, one point one, one point oh one. 
last year with with St. Louis was was point uh, nine oh six. Here here's his OPS with LA. 859, 767, 790, He never got over 800 other than year one. Um, his OPS plus remained uh, interesting. It was 138 in year one, 116, 126, 118, 113, and then it was not above 100 after that. Um, that was 2016 when he was 113. Some of the, some of the raw numbers behind that um, – 30 homers his first year there, 40 homers in 2015, 31 homers in 2016. So actually over 30 homers three times there, over 100 RBIs four times, with two other times over 90 RBIs. So not a not a total dearth of produ- of production. However, um, just nowhere near the production he had in St. Louis. Now. Uh, in terms of war, uh, where the hell did that go? I had it. Uh, advanced batting. Oh, hell. Hold on. Um, well, that's my mama. Um, where the frig did the war go? Um, well, let me just throw this out to you. I can pop in with some other stats if you want, while you're looking for that. Sure, yeah, go, go for it. Uh, all right. Well, uh, he was in St. Louis uh, every all eleven years except for one. He was over a hundred runs except for one year. He scored ninety nine uh, in L. A. Never once did he score a hundred runs. Uh, wow. Every year in uh, St. Louis except for one, he scored. He had a hundred RBIs. The one year he didn't, he had ninety nine. Uh, like you said, four out of ten years in uh, L. A. Uh, every year in St. Louis, over 300 average, except for one, he batted 299. Uh, in L.A., he was over 250 only four times. Wow. Uh, okay, I got so- the war here. So here's all of his war with St. Louis in his prime. 8-7, And then to end St. Louis, 7-5 and 5-3. And then when he's with L.A., Four eight one six three nine three zero one five negative one eight point three point two negative point one negative half this year. Um, so just just a just an absolute cliff in terms of war down the stretch of of this contract. So, which le- leads to the discussion. How does everyone feel about these mega contracts? Uh, Drew, I, I wanted to throw it to you specifically because as a Phillies fan, you had Ryan Howard, number one, and now you have Bryce Harper. What do you think about these mega contracts? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, baseball's got a fake cap. So, like, if your organization is yeah. willing to spend, like, I, I don't have a problem with them. Like, listen, I... I didn't have a problem with the Ryan Howard contract. Like the guy blew out his Achilles, like on a on a just random play in the playoffs. Um, you know the guy. The guy brought you a World Series, went to a second one, and you know they they should have had a couple more. Uh, Harper, I love. Like I think I think I think the younger you get them on that deal, it's obviously way more advantageous. So you know Harper being available at twenty five and getting or twenty six and getting. A thirteen-year contract is a lot different than Poolhouse getting it at thirty-one. 
I don't know if that's what he got yeah. it at, but he was he was he was yeah. thirty, right? Thirty-one to forty-one. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's a lot different. I mean, I, they don't they don't totally bother me. I mean, you just need to. It just depends on the organization. Like, if you're just paying for one guy, or you're not willing to go all in, you know, to build a winner, then it's 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 a waste. Um, and I guess even for the Angels, I would say, if one World Series would be worth that contract to you. Then it then then it's worth it, and they they you know honestly they they should have gone to the World Series that first year he was there, and they they just choked against the Royals, like they choked. They were the best team in baseball, I think, record wise, and they just got swept. I think they got swept actually. So you know, I I think it just Rings depends on what you're looking Some, for. Something a stat guy should probably have. I can find that. He was quick enough. Yeah, I'm just stuttering all over the place. It's just hard. Like I I, I think it just it depends on a lot of things. Um, but I mean, listen, I don't have a problem with like I I love the Bryce Harpers on the Phillies. Like I I love Harper. I think he's awesome. I I would have paid him four hundred million dollars if it meant we got him. The Are you pro- talking about Pujols' first year in Anaheim, they should have went to the World Series. Yeah, wasn't that the, that wasn't that the trout. year they were the the oh they the lost Pujols. the Royals oh, okay. or was that the second year? Uh, I'm guessing the year they lost to the Royals was 2015, but I don't see that. I don't. Hold on, his first year with LA. Tori, so you, no. give your take, uh, Tori. You you have a you have an interesting take on on. Uh, it was his second on... year, third year, maybe. What is this? Anyway, year? Uh, this is Tori... his third year there, he, or, or is that second or third? Second year, they went to the uh, World Series, or did not? I should say they made the play. Did yeah, not go yeah. to the World Series. Um, Tori, what's my what's your... my take is that. I I am staunchly against the long term contracts. I feel like. For at least half of it, you're gonna regret it. Like you, you, like, like Drew or Drew, you were saying like Ryan Howard f- randomly blows out an Achilles, and then you're stuck with what, you know, uh, Anaheim. You're stuck with seven bad years of Albert Pujols. Maybe you had three good ones. You know, like you just you're just on the hook for too much. That's too unpredictable. I I just. Don't like him whatsoever. I th- I think it, you know a, an ideal long term commitment should be at max five years. Okay. Yeah, I um, think that's fair. I mean, listen, that's fair. I just again, I think it just has to do with when you're signing the guy like, that you're not giving up any prospects for him. And if you have a team that it doesn't matter, you can spend what you want. Like, who cares if you're sitting on dead money? Um. So it just depends, okay, it depends so, on the team. But God, sorry, Jay, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. Um, so, a, a couple things you guys said there. Um, Drew, you just start. I'll go in reverse order. You said about um, dead money. Uh, I I agree with that aspect. Like, if you're on the verge of winning, winning it all, and like you're like, this is what we need to go over the edge. Like, let's do it. Then, then I, I, I kind of like you said. If you have dead money at the end, like, and but you get paid off of the World Series, like to me, it's worth it. Um, but I wanted to ask Tori if you're so if you're saying five million or I'm sorry, five years is like the longest you would go. Then would you overpay on the average per year to get the guy? Is that what I'm, you're saying? I'm all, I'm all right with that aspect. You know, I, I'd rather you know have the end insight, maybe pay a little extra to get that shortened contract, you know, uh, 
then that gives you flexibility on you know on the end like the problem the, with the, MLB yeah. is they're all guaranteed contracts yeah, yeah, so like oh, the players don't even care about the length they're yeah. like well if this one is 400 and that one's 320 and they're like well guess what even the other one's four years longer i'm just gonna sign it because i could i could friggin get crippled and still you know collect that money yeah so well let me let me let me i I completely understand why the players want it that's not the question that's not the issue yeah Yeah, it's just I, i think that's why they happen though is just because like I think theoretically, yeah. like what you say, I think it takes a certain type of player to have the confidence in themselves to be like, hey, you know what? I'll take the extra average per year, and then I'll hit that second wave of free agency and where I'm still good and still young enough to have a second contract or third contract or whatever the case is. But that's not – like with the risk involved – players are like well i'm just gonna sign the one big one yeah. you know so like I that's why you don't really players yeah well i'm just saying that's why from a gm standpoint that's why you don't see the overpay on the five years as opposed to the mega contracts and, and you were saying about like why not offer to someone to put you over the edge how many of these major contracts have been given where a team is like pretty right much on, zero right on on the brink i mean the mookie mookie bets one didn't he, didn't he get that after they won but I mean, I think so, I so think that was he was on, so, he, he was I think under that was control. Yeah. Like, so was so I think that's game. like the maybe outlier. The trade. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that was the outlier. As no, good call to, on the Mookie Betts one. That yeah. is the outlier. But like, but how like, many times has Zach Grinke been signed to a major deal as like the missing piece? Like two, three. Yeah. And like he just guess what? Shorter term contracts. Yeah. Well, there's no. He's signed like a couple. And that's and that's fair. Well, here's my question to both of you guys. If I told if I told you the Pirates would win one World Series, but you'd have Albert Pujols for ten years, four hundred million dollars, would you sign him? Yeah, I mean, if you I could guarantee like it, but nothing. Well, I don't know that's a guarantee. So, but yeah, know. but I'm saying if 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 it meant one World Series, would like would you still sign him? Yeah, for me, I mean, yeah, I'm with yeah. you on that. Yeah, yeah. But, that's I mean, like you I said, said, like to to be the but like Tori said though, you have to have so many pieces. You have so much other pieces in place. Yeah. Yeah, like and that yeah. Well, and I'll, and I'll just say like the Phillies, for example, are annoying okay. because, you know, they went out and they they pay for Harper, which totally hundred percent on for, but like they won't make any other major investment in in the holes they have to be a real World Series contender. So to me, which it's is, like that's a, to me, it's almost it's almost a waste because it's like you're not. Do you like, think that's because yeah, they're but that's because no, they're not. Yeah, no, the they signed the major no, contract. They, they don't have no, the money to go no. get. They're, they they have plenty of money. They're just not doing it. And listen, if you had if you had a farm system, you don't have to do that and then pay to fill the pieces. But they don't have a like, like their farm system is farm system. Yeah, the ah. farm system has been terrible for the Phillies for the last eight years. Um, and they traded the only good piece they had for uh, Vermuto in Sixto Sanchez. But no, no Harper's contract is not keeping them from doing anything. They're just they're just not doing it. I know, I know. Like they, they have, they have the money. Uh, all right, they're just not doing it, and that's what's that's what's frustrating as a Phillies fan because like when you said when they sign Harper, it's like okay, like they're they're you know they were they Going were great ten years ago. They had this the lull like you expect when like the teams build the way they build. But like now they're they're serious again. But like you know they they won't pay for the back end of the starting rotation which they need because they're not good enough. 
and the farm's not there, so they got to pay for it, and they won't do it. Oh, we'll have to ask Mets fans uh, in f- six years when Francisco Lindor is just total crap. So, <laughs> which yeah. I guess he already is, but I guess we'll <laughs> go from there. But <laughs> yeah, it's a good topic. Listen, it's a good topic. I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I kind of threw that at you last minute, so good stuff. Um, remember, remember Verdardo kinda... was was uh, confessing to killing his girlfriend and throwing throwing her in the ocean with cement tied to her legs. That was crazy. Yeah, compared to the poo holes <sighs> being cut. Um, but that's why we were stumbling on – sorry to stumble on the stats there. It was kind of last-minute uh, uh, yeah, no. topic. But um, So, anyway, we're going to do Chris a quick – If you want Chris stats, this isn't the pod for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not, we're, not the, we're not the douchebag stat pod. We're the two beers pod. So grab some beers and buckle up. Can't um, wait to have my next beer. Looks like um, she won, baby. All right. So – just three to three to five minutes. Um, NBA catch and shoot. I'm I'm passing you guys the the quick passes on the perimeter, um, and we're we're gonna catch and shoot. Um, so T, you said NBA. We, we we just wanted to mention it since we touched on it last week. Carmelo, Carmelo pa- passed who and what now for the who? Uh, Alvin Hayes, I believe, is who he passed. Uh, he moved into tenth all time scoring. Uh, nice. It was funny. I had to laugh at this speech he gave. He was like, you know, two years ago I was out of the league, but I believe myself and I worked hard. And this is for me is more <laughs> this is his speech. And like didn't acknowledge his team at all. He was out of the this league. one's for uh, me. Uh, and then, Thank you for Portland assigning me. He's like, no, they should have signed later, me He's like, all right, get it in here. Everybody on three together. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's great. So I was like, oh, yeah. All right, passing it over to Drew. Drew, didn't you want to say something? Or or, or was this back to? I wanted to respond to Tori's. This is all right. This is passing it back to T. Didn't you say something about the Lakers and first round exit or something? So about a month ago, when they were all injured, I messaged you guys. I was like, "What's the what's the chances of the Lakers getting a first round exit in the playoffs?" And you guys kind of brushed it off, like, "No way, never going to happen." Well, here we are, a couple games from the uh, playoffs. What do you guys think? I mean, I'll, I don't know. Aren't you saying they're going to line up with the Clippers? Uh, they, the there's potential. Uh, they're down to the Clippers right now. Uh, Clippers. They're going to play in that 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 BS tournament to get in or well, something. If they do, there's if they, a chance if they of do, that. someone's getting fired thanks to LeBron. Right? So, um, <laughs> hilarious. Um, I mean, let me ask you this: LeBron, LeBron, and AD, even at eighty percent, who who's 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 beating them in the first round? The way they're matched up now. Right now they're six, and they'd be matched up against Denver at three. You you really think that a Murrayless Denver is beating that team? It depends on how healthy uh, LeBron is. Uh, uh, I think LeBron could be forty percent, uh, and they'd beat they would beat Denver. This is all. This is that that, that uh, they're they're what they're doing without Murray right now in the regular season is all smoke and mirrors. It's not. Mur- or, I mean, look, Yoke, I don't, I don't, I don't have Denver going to the finals. I was going to say Jokic. It's good. There's, it would be no different than last year in the Western Conference Finals. Jokic will pick up, pick up some bullshit fouls against Davis because that's what the, that's what the league's going to want. And, he, and then, and then they're going to have, they won't have Jokic on the floor for majority of the game. And when he is in the game, he's got to play passive because he's going to be in foul trouble. And there's no Murray. They wouldn't scare me. Uh, I think they're going to. I think they're going to do because now LeBron's sitting all week because his, his ankle. By the way. Guy's a genius with his comment about I'll never be a hundred percent of my career again. He now so now if he loses, it's because he's he's never he's just not a hundred percent. But if he wins, he's a warrior because he's playing hurt. 
Nobody knows how to like make themselves seem like an underdog. Never in the life of any other sport would the second greatest player or first greatest player of all time be an underdog. It's it's amazing the spin that he gets. But anyway, um, all right. No, no, no. I'm Pat, not done. You pause. I was like, I'm all right, okay, I'm not done. Okay. But like, even if they even if they move to if they move to five, the only team that I believe would actually beat them in the first round would be the Clippers. With and if Serge Ibaka is healthy too, because I think he's key to that team. Like I know, I know we're all high on Phoenix, and Jo got to rub his jollies last week because he rubbed it in our face that like he mm, thought this Chris Paul good. thing would work. You really think the Suns would beat the like? I I don't like. I just I didn't say I, that. I do. I Chris do. Paul explicitly do. does uh, doesn't win in the playoffs, so he's, he's he's part of some of the most epic collapses of all times. That's for I sure. know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Booker's never been there. I I. I I've watched. I mean, seems, like, seems like a lot all at once. I just Phoenix. don't. I just don't see how Phoenix would beat the. I mean, no I think ever there till they are. I hear you. I it's just true. nobody. Cam Ward. And, and I think. I think. I think they would sweep the Jazz if they played in the first round. So that's just disagree. I, that's yeah, listen. That's fair. I just stars win. Star the the stars win in the playoffs. The bigger your stars, the farther you're going to go. Even and the wing guys, Drew. The wings. Yeah, they do. And listen. I, and that's LeBron. Like I just Love LeBron. They're they're always gonna have streets. even at eighty percent. They'll have the two best players in every series except for the Clippers. Yeah. So I just I unless unless that and they're, I'm telling you they they will blow every game possible to make sure they get lined up with either Utah or Denver. I have no doubts that that's gonna happen. Okay. All right. No doubts. Sweet. Third. I put them in the seventh mm. or eighth seed. Kick it. Kick it back. Get, think, which puts them in the tournament. And then it would be even great if they were the eight seed, because then, then oh my God, LeBron James beat the one seed as an eight seed, but Utah is fake anyway. Oh God, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so ridiculous. Like that oh guy. Sorry, my hater. Somehow we jumped to What is your hate thing with Harden? Teddy says it all the time. I always forget it. The haterade show oh. or the haterade thing. What is the hey. thing you you uh, the Dave Chappelle thing, Jo? Oh, the player hater. Yeah, the player hater's ball. I'm all about that with him. Um, <laughs> I'm, I love Harden, man. Tick, tick, tick. The, the dad bod, the, the the big beard, and the clear yeah. heels. Spearman yeah, Rhino he, all the way. He feels good. He might be able to come back for the end of the season. I know you didn't watch. Right. I know you didn't watch either of the games, Jo, because you're not an ambassador to the league like I am. But uh, Tori, did you watch? Did you watch the last two Nets uh, oh. Nets uh, Bucks games? Uh, I missed them. I forget what I was watching, uh, but I, I missed them. Uh, the one, the one I watched. This was three to five minutes. Let's go! Yeah. Come on. When, when I watched catch and shoot. I mean, this the Bucks is won this, both. this is this is a Carmelo Anthony dribble out the clock my, possession. My, my, Let's my, go! You know, I've I've been picking Brooklyn all year. They better find a backbone in the next three weeks because I had the Bucks. They've got no spine, man. No spine. I had the Bucks. Spearmint Rhino all the way. I'm telling you. Uh, Are we good? I'm, I'm good. I won't make fun Drew, of Chris. Drew I won't. I won't. Off I won't on a tangent, up, but yeah. I'm not going to bring up Chris Middleton to refute what Tori just said about the Bucks. because so, <laughs> that'll be another that'll, that'll be another 25 minutes. So. All right. Let me know when it's the pit stop. I'm, I got my notes up. Rev those engines. Ring, ring, ring. Did you get them? Did you get them out of the fridge? Oh, I, yep, got I, him out of the fridge. I wish we could play like the Cruising USA theme song to go into the pit stop. Oh wow, Life what a game! Life is a highway. <laughs> I wanna. I know that's not the song, but all nah. night long. Uh, where is my stopwatch, mother fricker? Uh, oh wait, that's the calculator. 
Whew, I, maybe I don't need to get a beer free. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm timing you. In five, four, three, two, one, and go. Last week was the one-and-a-half-mile Kansas Speedway. It was mostly boring, like we said. Larson dominated until there was about 35 to go, and then there was various fuel and tire strategies that kicked in, and Larson fell victim to the circumstances, and he was out of the picture. And our pick, Kyle Busch, 12-1, to came back and won the Bushy McBush race, 400 after multiple restarts this week we are in darlington south carolina the track that's too tough to tame one of nascar's oldest tracks it is a weird 1.3 mile steep banking egg shape the story behind the track is that an old farmer refused to sell his minnow pond and that's why it got the weird egg shape uh we're expecting it to be intriguing maybe not as dramatic but an intriguing race we're going with harvick seven to one truix seven and a half to one austin dillon 50 to one and out of left field eric jones 80 to one he won the i racing race there on wednesday boom boom 53 seconds although i started and stopped a couple times because i was messing up but i think he's still good cruising usa just want to mention too, we've now picked four winners this year. Ten to one, nineteen four. to one, five to one, and twelve to one. Four. four winners on this. Let's go. Four. Crushing it. Um, speaking of winners, we hit the parlay last week. The the way circumstances had it, I, I couldn't I couldn't shoehorn my Saturday game in with your guys' Friday games. We did hit all three, but you guys hit us, so we won like fourteen bucks on our five dollar parlay. Mm. So we will be rolling like 19 bucks into this week's. Um, do you guys have your picks ready? Nope. Nope. But I got hasn't has stopped I, me before. I got mine. I just hate that there's just no lines. Uh, I feel like this is a sucker's bet, but I kind of just want to root against Tory for some reason now because he said the Bucks, and I'm thinking Chris Middleton. Um, oh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the Suns minus six versus the Knicks tomorrow on the road. Tomorrow on the road, okay. Um, Suns minus six. Wait, I'm not seeing that for the wait. Friday the seventh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, 10 p.m. Phoenix, Arizona, Phoenix Suns Arena. Got, got it. I'll lock it up. Okay, I am. Um, Ooh, I kind of like that over too. Really get juicy. What do you want? Well, which one do you nah, want? Nah, I would take the Suns. I'm taking the over. In the Flyers Capitals tomorrow night at seven, and I'm glad. So we're gonna match up uh, on on Friday night. Um, this app says six, but if I go to my betting app, they have it. I'm pretty sure they have it at six and a half. They do have it at six and a half on my app. Here nor there, we're gonna take the over, and the reason is because the Flyers have been playing a lot of overs games, and the Capitals need to win to win the division, so they're gonna be pressing. And so they and they played the following day, and they're for whatever reason they're playing goalie number two on the first game, and then goalie number one the second game. Hmm. So we are going Friday night, uh, Flyers Capitals over. So we got we got the uh, Drew. Are you taking the Suns to cover? Is that what you're yeah. officially taking? Yeah, yeah. Suns to cover over in the Flyers Capitals. We gonna make this a three banger, Tori? Yeah, I, I, I was going to look at Saturday, but let me move to Friday. You uh, Saturday? Give me, give me the uh, the Cardinals over the Rockies tomorrow. 
Okay. Cardinals over Rockies. Let's like keep the good rock. Team. Flaherty, five and zero. Oh. Have they? I'm surprised that somebody's even made five starts. Flaherty is uh, what a bounce back year. Did we did we roll out. our winnings on whatever whatever cocky meaty bet you two were talking about when I was at dinner on Saturday? <laughs> nah, no, nah, I didn't okay. do anything. I thought that was we, uh, we would we would have won, pick. but that was the third pick in the parlay. But no, we didn't do anything with it because okay. didn't it wouldn't it have hit though? It would have, yes. Kudos I thought you. it was boxing. I thought, no, I, thought, I, took, I, I took the Pirates to lose on Saturday, oh, and gotcha, they did. Gotcha. Um. All right, so there we go. We got the Cardinals on Friday night. We got the Suns to cover, and we got uh, well, we got three different sports. Look at us. We got, I got the Capitals and Flyers over. Yeah. All right, so if you have anything left in Beer 1, finish that beast. Let's assume positions for Beer 2. Come over here, you little rascal. Three, two, one. Um, I have a Rock Sylvania Hazy IPA from New Trail Brewing, and it is 7%. So, and it is. Oh, that's tasty. Uh, Drew, you still with the Lagunitas? I go for my third Lagunitas here. Yeah, buddy. These, these little the... short necks, man, are. They, What's they the ABV put... on those? 7.2. Oh, you're going up to 21. It's not like I'm trying, not like I'm trying to get up at 6 to paint in the morning. My buddy Dave Menendez taught me that trick. You 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 add up all the ABVs of whatever you're drinking in the time span, and that kind of like helps you gauge like how drunk you are. What um, does that mean? And T, you're sticking so with water. Does, so what does that translate for my twenty-one? Yeah. So you so in like basically an hour and a half, you'll be at twenty-one. That's basically like five or six light beers. Oh, in, nice! In Love an that. hour and a half. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. And. T, you're sticking with water because you're yeah. COVID shot. All yeah. right, got it. Sweet, sweet. You know what's crazy? Is it is a team with DeMarcus Cousins, Rajon Rondo, Pat Beverly, and whichever jerk-off Morris twin is on the Clippers actually going to win an NBA title? Is that real? Could that happen? You seem to be all on board with it, so. I, uh, I'm i just, I'm, uh, man. Deliberate, and we'll talk about it next podcast. Sorry. I was going to say, all I know is I cracked beer too. I just so saw all four of these guys of like that. hanging out on the bench. I was like, is that going to happen? Anyway, sorry. Man, this hi- this hazy is like, oh, this is hitting different. It's kind of kind of feeling it in my loins. I kind of like it. Nice. Um, the the uh, I don't even know did what these give, words did you, are. Did you give him money for that beer delivery, or did you just take a handout? I took a, I took a handout. I tried to pay him, but he said, how many times have you fed me and my girlfriend? And I'm like, I don't know. We almost gave you COVID the last time that we that we had the barbecue. Nah, son. So it's all good. Um, any hoodles. So we watched, um, the name of this movie was Without Remorse. Without Remorse. Michael B. Jordan. It was a... Um, film by tom clancy it was on amazon prime for free if you have prime video um tori did you end up watching it too i i did nice um so the three of us watched it i'll tell you i enjoyed the hell out of it i thought it was i thought it was a-okay i i I thought it was my my wife we sat there and watched it together and it kept her awake while she was she usually falls asleep trying to do the say we, we know that's your barometer for whether or not a movie's good or not so the awake what if it, keeps, if, if, yeah, yeah, if, if it keeps Katie up and revs the engines, <laughs> then uh, then you're okay with it. 
Yeah, I mean, Michael B. Jordan did a great job. He looked fantastic, as per usual. Yeah. Um, our boy, Victor Strand, uh, Coleman yes. Domingo, was, was, had a cameo in there. Great per 36 cameo. Um, the, uh... The, the the other female lead oh shoot i don't have her name um she, she did she did she did great you know she did a good job um it was it was it was not any it wasn't groundbreaking um i think you said you read some negative reviews where it was yeah. redundant yeah i could see that but i'll tell you like it was entertaining it was fine i thought it was great i i didn't see anything wrong with I, it um i went i went into the movie to see explosions and just Michael B. Jordan ripped with his shirt off, and so I got that and way more. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought it did. I thought it was. I thought it was really cool. Um, I only had two complaints, which I'll leave after. To- Jody Turner Smith was was I, the he, other he, he, female lead. Yeah, I haven't seen her in anything else. She been in anything else we've seen? I thought I'll she was pretty. Her I little she, bio I thought here, she but was pretty good. And then Tori's. Yeah, Tori's. I, I honestly liked her with the shaved head, yeah. like military style. It was. Uh, she was good. I mean, everything, I, I had no complaints. It was, it checked all the boxes of what I was looking for in that type of film. Yeah. And Tori, you like you like the the guy uh, from L.A. Confidential, right? Fa- I call him Fake Fake Val Kilmer because I was uh, Guy Pierce. Movie. Yeah, Guy Pierce. Yeah, Fake Val. Yeah. Um, what did you? Uh, yeah. What did What did you think of the movie? Uh, do we Do we announce spoiler alert yet? Oh yeah, yeah. Teddy, <laughs> okay, Teddy, Teddy, spoiler. Teddy spoiler alert. Yeah, we're gonna announce spoiler alert. Uh, as soon as I saw him, I go, oh, he's going to be the fucking bad guy, ain't he? And sure enough. Yeah, a little predictable. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, a little bit typecast, you know. But, because uh, at first there was that, like, squirrely guy, and I was like, okay, they're kind of setting him up to yeah, be the bad guy. Maybe a little guy. too obvious. Right. Maybe yeah. a little too obvious. Ob- yeah, a little too yeah, obvious. A little too obvious, yeah. yeah. Well, the, fu- the funny thing was, I just randomly put it on... On Tuesday night, because I was like, ah, you know, because we talked about where we were going to watch it for the pod. So I just put it on. It's like, what, 11.30, almost midnight? And then J.O. just ra- randomly texts me. He's like, are we are we definitely going to watch We definitely going to watch this? Or are we definitely going to talk about this for beer, too? And I'm like, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm watching it now. And he goes, oh, me too. And he and I'm figuring that he's watched it way ahead, started it way ahead of me because he's got an early bedtime. And he's like texting me about the same scene that I'm watching. I'm like, oh man, we just start this at the same time. This could be nice. So <laughs> it we, was pretty electric. Yeah, it was. Uh, dude, my uh, I went from six to midnight pretty pretty quickly. But we said that it was like I think the one that the one twist we would have thought would have been pretty awesome is if it had been um, you just said her name and I already forgot it. But had the female lead been the Karen Greer, yeah, had she J- been Jody the traitor, that would have that would have thrown us both for a loop. Not to catch you off there, Tori. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing that I thought was interesting about this, couple things. Uh, so that Jody Turner Smith, um, who was kind of like the boss, I don't know enough military terms and know the right terms, uh, the boss of Michael B. Jordan. Um, they referenced how she was the niece of Greer from uh, Jack Ryan. Yes. Um, which was the John. Uh, What's it? Krasinski. His name, John, Krasinski. Krasinski. John Tory. John Krasinski. The guy from Jim from the Office. The actor. That's nah, okay. Tory went to take his dog <laughs> somewhere. That's all right. Uh, yeah, it was John John Krasinski. Yeah, the guy from the Office, and he was Jack Ryan, and um, so that and that was the Amazon thing too, and that that was two seasons, um, and they're related 
through this and through Tom Clancy and all this. For season one of that Jack Ryan, I thought was worthwhile. I guess season two was worthwhile, but there was just so many ridiculous plot holes in season two where I was just like, yeah. it was a bit stupid. Yeah, I, um, I tell you what though, if we if we get a crossover with uh, Kransky and Michael B. Jordan, oh my god, I'll have to I'll have to do the, the old tuck if you, if you know what I mean. I will say that um, this version, and I and, and there is a really good uh, post uh, what postscript post uh, post post credit scene that basically this is launching the whole Rainbow Six series yeah. thing with because um, his name ends up being john clark um yeah which the whole movie it's john kelly and then they give him a new identity of john clark for rainbow six um that it kind of got me pumped for the for like the series and like i i even just rented um i never which shame on me but i've never seen um the hunt for red october and all those tom clancy movies from way back when i i i was kind of kicking myself i was like if you are into the Tom Clancy series and all that stuff, like this movie will get your nipples hard for sure. And I kind of started to do that for me. And I was just like, ah, I wish I was up on this, like the whole, the whole franchise. And so like, I wish I read the books. Um, the splinter cell video games were fantastic back in the day. Yeah, they I were really so good. They were legendary. They were so good. Very, on the GameCube. very good. And so, um, they all tie together, and I'm assuming we're gonna get more Michael B. Jordan and espionage What's stuff. Um, so he's, I think I, I think he's I think he's gonna be the new Thomas Crown in the Thomas Crown affair. So that'd be good practice for him. Yeah, and so like this initial foray into all the Tom Clancy stuff, dude. Like, I don't know what the complaints were. Like, I thought it was yeah, it was. I only great. read the one was, review, and that's what it was. It's like Michael B. Jordan was tremendous, but. Um, but all, all the Rotten Tomatoes were like in the 40s. Yeah, it was stuff. bad, which is great. Hilarious that Godzilla Kong was 92%, but this was 45. Um, like, my, like this is what this movie was supposed yeah, to be. And now, now we're going to get all the whole like Rainbow Six and maybe even the Splinter Cell and all that Jack yeah. Ryan stuff. Like, this is this is great. Yeah. Like, keep splintering my, this out. My, my only two complaints about it were one, and we joked about it. I wish they would have done a little bit better job, like letting us know the time that was going by from when, oh yeah, from when he his from when his wife was killed and he was shot, and when he could barely even like like do a do do chest day with like resistant bands to being able to abduct and set a car on fire to jumping out of an airplane and breathing under. He, even though he got shot in the lung, he's breathing underwater for like eight minutes at a time. Like it would have been, it would have been good to have a, a better frame of reference that, like, yeah, the time frame was strange because, like, he's like re, he's rehabbing yeah. from being paralyzed from the waist down from a gunshot, and then he's rehabbing, and then he goes back to his house, but there's still police tape around the crime scene. It's like, what's happening? Yeah. How, how yeah. quickly did you bounce back from being paralyzed per se? Yeah, but like I said, and like literally, he's like barely being able to move a resistance band, and then he's like full flatter. So that. Like that just kind of was like, all right, like can we just do a little like three months later thing at the bottom to get us like up to speed? Um, yeah, I thought the scene, the scene where he set the car on fire and just went right in it was awesome. Um, and then my other complaint yeah, was, was sweet. it kind of like it kind of just ended too quickly for me. Like they they get into Russia, they get into that apartment with the dude from Stranger Things, 
And then, like, it's like, yeah, the CIA is dirty, which we all kind of know anyway. And then the movie's over. I was like, oh, okay. I I was waiting for a little bit more elaborate scene with, like, him and, like, the CIA agents and just, just something more. Like, I thought, like, I just thought it, like, ended too quickly. Now, to be fair, it might have been because I watched an hour and 35 minutes on Tuesday night and was like, all right, I need to go to bed. And only there was only 20 minutes left. <laughs> I didn't realize it. But I don't know. I just I don't know if you thought that, Jay. I just thought it ended like no. I I I think that fed into the whole like oh well they're setting this up for Morris type stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, and that was it. But other than that, I I I I would have given it a seven seven and a half on my my movie barometer. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I I I enjoyed it. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I liked um, Nobody with Odin Kirk better, but I, uh, I yeah. thought this was great. Yeah. I thought it was fine. I agree. Okay. Uh, T, you got any closing comments on that? Uh, my, my, I was worried that he was not going to uh, exact his revenge. That was my big worry. I was like, don't tell me we're going to go through all this. He's not going to get his revenge. He's going to sissy out or whatever and be like, oh. I thought maybe they'd, they'd take the revenge into the next movie. But uh, no, they, he got it. Yeah. And so that's, for alert. me, that, that put a you know put a nice little bow on it, if you will. Yeah. Uh Speaking about putting a bow on it, um, so if we have nothing else to talk yeah. about there, um, oh, I just want to say uh, I'm not a fan of the after the credits movie scenes. Just put the, let's put that shit. Put like, it in right the movie. The, now let's put it right at the end of the movie. Like, come to be, on. and I was joking with Jay. Like, I thought that was the only I've, scene that was like terribly. There, it was terrible acting on both guys. I, <laughs> I I didn't think so. At I didn't all. even watch it to be honest. I, I didn't what they know were it existed for. until you guys. Said it just it. seemed like it, it seemed like, it seemed like corny and out of place. So I was like, it, oh, this is okay. it's just a way overdone at this point. Just put that shit in the movie. Come on. I get it. And it's just want people to try to read the bottom line. People, I get it. Uh, yeah, like I don't care. I'm with you. Sound production. I'm not yeah. reading that anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um. All right, well, so lastly, we did the top five video games, and yours truly won the poll. Eked out your first win by a friggin' vote. Screw you, yeah. Anthony Panetta. It sh- Screw it, you. It should have been a landslide. So, I don't, how, What's your theory on how this was so close? Uh, it was so close. One, I think you heavily underestimate Sonic and Tails, and I think the fact that you hashtag Sonic and we got a retweet from, like, the Sonic um handle sonic account got me a order. couple votes yeah. there but uh from a lot of people that i talked to that filled it out they i i got their votes because of the old classic duck hunt man people people were high on the the uh the duck hunt recall that's b i'm just letting you know that's what it was i mean that's fine but like i'm just telling you that's that's what it is i'm saying had i had i picked nba jam had i not fucked up and say golden nine nba jam yeah had i not screwed up and put 2k in this nba jam i don't even think you would have come close to me but you know you live and you learn so 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 what's your consequences here all right i'm gonna try to do this I'm, i'm i'm i haven't practiced i don't even know if this works on youtube but i'm gonna go for it i'm gonna I don't know. For some reason, I felt like this was very video gamey, and it's just gonna bring a smile to everybody's face. So, in three, two, one. Turn around. Look at what you see in her face. The mirror of your dreams. 
Make believe I'm everywhere. Given in the light, written on the pages. It's the answer to a never-ending story. Ah, 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 ah. Never-ending story. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Thank that God was that was not ended. the right music. Oh the God, I've never seen. I've never seen ended. the movie. I've never heard the song outside of the Stranger Things scene. Uh, uh, I butchered it. That was not the right music. Was that, that not right? Was. No, oh, that yeah. was amazing though. Yeah, you I weren't loved on it. key, weren't on time. I'm just oh trying. I don't expect them to be that on was, key. That was I mean, not key, but not on time. I should just. Beat. I should have just done it with with. Uh, Wasn't the right beat. I should have just done it with Dusty Bear or well, what? What is she? She was Susie Pooh. What was he? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking it was Dusty Bear. It was yeah. Dusty Bear. I should have just done it from the scene from the movie, and it would have been better. Susie Pooh. I just. I wanted. Bear. You were so cool with Easy Street with the karaoke thing, and I just wanted to do it, but. I don't know for that. Oh, that just I I enjoyed that a lot. You just made me. It just made me. Our video Boy. game thing just made me think of Stranger Things. And plus the the bullshit forty five second trailer that literally was of nothing today that dropped had me on the mind of Stranger Things. So yeah, I, I um did it. I did didn't it say release it. date? No, which is like okay, I I can I can deal with a bullshit like scene that doesn't mean anything and probably won't even be in the season. But like, give me a date at least. Yeah. All right. Well, um, oh God. Now, now that we're all on the edge of our seats after that, um, to bring this episode home, we uh, we got Mother's Day coming we up, sure do. and um, we wanted to do another top five. Um, do we have consequences for this? Uh, yeah. Well, let me. We have to sing. Okay. So, so, so it's it's top five mothers, our favorite top five mothers in either. TV or uh, movies, and the loser has to sing the theme music from that that show. Winner's or... winner's choice. It's got to be some type of music or song from the actual, uh, like one of the one of your picks. Yeah, yeah. So, All right. Um, gonna, I, gotta, I gotta give credit to my friend Glenn who uh, came up with the idea. I don't want to take take credit for ideas that weren't. Is he under that dumpster? <laughs> Probably, um, probably still. All right, yeah. you want to lead us off? No. How about we start with our honorable mentions? Uh, I'll I'll do the honorable mentions. I want you to go first. I'm always going first. You probably just steal my. Oh, ideas. okay. All right. Uh, my two honorable mentions were one, Vivian Banks, Aunt Vi from nice. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Nice. I was gonna put her. God, I took so long. I'd scratched off so many names. I I wanted to put her on the list, but to me she's always Aunt Vi, so I don't look at her as as the mom on that show. I just look I look at her as Will's aunt. So like, I was like, ah, she wasn't really the okay. mom to me. Um, and I tried to get her on the list, but I I just had too many other good ones. And to me in that sh- in this show, like she's not a mom per se. Carol from The Walking Dead. I mean, she's the greatest female character on television has been for the last six years. I was just like every one of her kids dies and uh, or she kills. So I, I, I yeah. went, and she's not like that's not her role in the show as a mom. So I didn't put her on. Yeah, but those are my two yeah. honorable mentions. My honorable mentions, I got two as well. Honestly, I, I have like ten. But uh, <laughs> I so the two I have. This was so hard for me to to not put slide it there. Number five, Donna Gable, Aaron Hayes as Kevin can wait. I, I knew, Kevin I, can I, wait I was. Kevin, um, oh, what's his name? Kevin James. Um, Kevin James, yeah. So, uh, just a weird niche show that you and I absolutely no, love. Really if, 
If you have, I mean, they canceled it after what two or three seasons? two seasons. If you have a chance to go back and find them, watch it. it oh, you and I. Oh, it was hilarious. Uh, but the mom in season one, she's so hot. She's so funny. I friggin' loved her. Um, Aaron Hayes is Donna Gable. Uh, honorable mention. It's a little bit strange, but Wendy Bird from Ozark, Laura Linney. Okay. All right. She's kind of not necessarily the best mom per se, but Laura Linney just like, honestly, just an acting genius in this show in general. It's just genius what she does. She's she's acting circles around um, Bateman, uh, Jason yeah, Bateman. Okay. And it, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Jonah, buddy. Okay, I'm gonna need you to go to your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's acting circles around. The only other, her and Ruth, or and I don't have her name, but <laughs> the two the two of those those two are just acting out of their ass. Yeah, I, I think Julia Gardner's her name. Uh, Julia Gardner. If I was going Ozark, I'd be too. I probably would have went Darlene Snell as the new the new mom. I knew it. I knew you were gonna go there. <laughs> that Marty Bird. Oh man, was she, but, uh, that that kid's not even hers. So go I ahead, Drew. Say Roll Tide. Uh, Roll Tide, baby. <laughs> oh, Darlene. Anyway, Snell. Laura Linney. Even though she cheated on her, Bro, husband, I'll never it, I'll never forget that. Off to a bad start in terms of a I'll mom. Never for, but I'll never forget that awkward sex scene between her and Wyatt in season three. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I watched it before you, and I was like. I was like, uh, episode five, shit gets real weird, bro. He's like, <laughs> you're like, oh man, I can't wait. I'm like, nah, you can wait. It was just so, <laughs> it was so awkward and like, uh, what's that's is he putting it? Oh, he's putting it there. Oh, it's happening. Oh, All that's right, so, good. so let's go into. Oh, you want me to go first? You go first. For number, number five. five. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going there. I'm going Polly Gray, Helen McCrory, and Peaky Blinders. For the majority of this, she's the aunt, spitballing off uh, your Aunt Vi thing. But um, her son, Michael, does become part of the business. She does become mom uh, for part of it. But And she is kind of the matriarch of the family. So even though she's the aunt and she doesn't get the motherly respect and affection, she is kind of the matriarch, um, and she does. Ha her son does come in. So I'm throwing in there at number five, Polly Gray on Peaky Blinders. I say that that totally counts because Michael Michael was there. What end of the first season? Was it first? I thought it was second, or maybe even. Third, I think she went. What? I think she went to go see. Oh, yeah, now it might have been the start of the second. So you're right. Now I thought she totally plays. Whatever the case is, yeah. I'm throwing her uh, in there. Totally Polly Gray totally plays. It's a two beers pod. We make our own rules. Um, I'm with you on that. Um, my number five was Claire Dunphy from Modern Family. Okay, I, I thought you I'm might. Not, go I'm there. not overly a big fan of Modern Family, the show, but oh man, she is super roll tied to me. I I actually enjoy her more than Sofia Villegra uh, a lot. Vergara, yeah. yeah, I not. It's not even close for me. And she's she's actually she's she's great on the show. I think she does a great job acting, and she she plays that role perfectly. And uh, she is. Super. I thought you might go there. Yeah, she's super old tied for me. Whew. She was one of my deep honorable mentions. But, uh, my number four. Deep that I, mention her. Uh. I thought you might say Oof. that. Number four. And and I hope I blow your socks off of this. Mrs. Wallowitz. That's, oh, Carol that's and Susie from Big Bang Theory. I was I was wondering if you were going to go any of the Big Bang moms. Okay. Yeah, you know, like, you, uh, and I... I I, I kicked that around, and realistically, she's hilarious. You'd never, and I love the shtick. You'd never see her on screen. 
she's always back in the kitchen, in the bedroom, in the restroom, whatever. You never see her. You always just hear that voice, Howard. And and it's just hilarious. And it's just it's such a good like just shtick for the show. And they just make it. It, not only do they make it work, I mean, it just it it that that joke runs for days, and it is, it's so good. I love it, Mrs. Wallowitz, number four. Yeah, it is. That's it. That's that's really good. Um, um, all right, I'm gonna. I didn't write these three to order, but just because you went with CBS sitcom, um, this if this isn't on your list, this is why I thought we would both have uh, Evelyn Harper from Two and a Half Men, played by Holland Taylor, Charlie and Alan's okay. mom. I just think she's. I, She's awesome on the show. Like she plays that narcissist. Like I've ruined my child's lives, and I'm just gonna pretend like I didn't perfectly. I she's awesome, and I, by your reaction, you didn't have her, and that just breaks my heart. No, no, I, I thought definitely. I thought you were gonna go there. Um, I, I, the actress does a fantastic job, but the problem is they make her annoying, and so like oh, I know you find her annoying extremely oh I, I i love her i think she's i think her she i no, think, but I think she's they very, use her and burn her perfectly which makes the show they do they do and no it it's funny but like but funny in a way that like she's perfectly annoying like like you would expect a mom to be no but berta i thought you might go with Waterboy's mom like mom mama shin mama shin did alligators are on her because they got too many teeth and not not a, they don't have a toothbrush and uh, so i thought and she was I, the water boy's mom so i thought you might go with her but no she wasn't kathy bates water boy's mom oh i don't think that was berta dude yeah <sighs> she's bates was, yeah uh... she's in a bunch of sandler berta's, berta's been in a couple of sandler movies but yeah definitely not wow I, damn it you're should right we just disqualify you for wow. no because that wasn't in my list oh, so suck it uh especially because i'm this number three that i have that you should have but i know you don't because you're a loser uh, hit me with it. Jenny from the league, Katie Asselton. Ooh, okay, good, good one. call, very that's good a, call. She was number one. She's she's awesome at fantasy football. Number two, she was super cute in her own right. Real loved her in the show. Uh, weird. the The funny part is, is she was married to another character on the show, not her husband in the show. Um, is that right? Who's she married to? Pete. Yeah. She's married Pete. to Pete. Yeah, okay. she was married to Pete, and and she in the show she was married to Kevin. Um, Kevin. Yeah, I didn't realize I didn't realize they were married. Yeah, she's married to Pete. Yeah, yeah so um, oh, there was a couple of scenes where she was you know scantily uh, <coughs> roll tie, roll tie. <laughs> oh, great! But I wasn't. Yeah, no, nah, I wasn't even thinking that. That's a good one, man. I had that one put, picked out. I was gonna put that up that's, later. That's good. That's good. Um. All right, my number three is Sophia from the Golden Girls. Good for you. I, she's tremendous. I mean, I don't think you. I don't think you beat more comedy than her, man. Adorable. I never watched the Golden Ador- Girls. Adorable. My, Katie was a big fan. Say adorable. Eighty six. My wife. Eighty six. Uh, she probably was eighty six in the show, but I mean, adorable eighty year old woman just still like cussing and being inappropriate because those were the those she grew up when it, those were the times. Amazing. Yeah. Well, it's funny you bring that up because while I didn't have the Golden Girls, I feel extremely strongly about my top two. Okay. And my number two, Florida Evans from Good Times, Esther Roll. Okay. Uh, have you have you ever watched Good Times? An episode here or there. Um, 
you know, obviously the big thing is Kid Dynamite, um, Jimmy Walker, and um, Florida. It was actually she was actually a spinoff from the from the show Mod. I was doing a little bit of research on this, um, where she was the like housekeeper, I guess, and she was just kind of like the kind of like I guess the opposite of the what was described as the knee jerk liberal mod. And she was like the more practical, you know, Florida Evans housekeeper. And so she got her own show um, with the family and everything. And they were in Chicago and they lived in a high rise building. And John Amos was the dad. Um, love the show. Love her. So if you it, there's always like a giant like um, telethon or, or or not telethon, but just like a marathon of all the shows. And if you sit down and watch like four of them in a row, she will give you some kind of piece of like everyday wisdom and just like good old fashioned values. Awesome. Love her in that show. I can go on for days. I, I really like the show. I love her. Florida Evans, baby. Let's do it. Nice. I like it. Good pick. She was 19 years. She was the 10th of 18 children. She was 19 years older than John Amos in that show. Isn't that crazy? Very. Who's your number two? Polly fucking Gray, baby. Oh, baby. There, there she she's is. She's just... She's just... I actually... I didn't think you'd have her, so that's why I didn't think this was the one we'd have together. But, uh, yeah. I mean, she's the... Mat- all your points. Matriarch of the family. I mean, she is... Tremendous actress. I mean, she, she could carry that show easily as the main character, and she is just... 46 years old, still breaking hearts. Polly Gray. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. All right, this is one I know you don't have anywhere. Not even on your radar. Probably not on Tori's radar either. My number one. And I, I will just preface this. I'm going to say right now, my list is all over the board. I don't expect anybody to even appreciate my list. This is just my personal thing. I, I, I fully expect to lose to you. March Simpson. <laughs> no, 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 no. My number one, Beverly D'Angelo, Ooh. Helen Griswold, National yeah. Lampoons. Roll Tide. Big Roll She's Tide. She's number one. I'm pretty sure she goes topless in the first, first National one. Lampoons. Yeah. Which, here nor there, you know, whatever your taste is. Bonus number points. two. Not a requirement. <laughs> number two. She she is very cute. <coughs> um, But, like, she's just hilarious. Like she plays that role perfectly, Clark. yeah. Like, uh, like the th- the line that cracks me up every year, me and my wife just die, is when she's she's chopping that lettuce or yes. cabbage or whatever it is, and she's like, "Well, honey, like, uh, what's her name is saying how like she Juliet Lewis, she's, whatever her character is, is sleeping with her brother. Do you know how twisted that is? It's like, well, honey." It's Christmas and we're all miserable. <laughs> and then, and then the mother-in-law from the other room, Helen, are you? She lights the cigarette. Helen, are you smoking again? She hasn't lit for like a second. She's Helen, are you smoking again? No. Bam! And she hits the cleaver down on the cabbage or whatever. And my wife and I just die every time. <laughs> every time. That's pretty good. And then she, and then when, uh, when the cops come rolling in at the end, and she's grabbing clark's crotch and she's like shakes the cop's hand and she put she goes back to cu- cupping his balls uh, everything she does is hilarious we i we we love her in our house and 
I don't even know how old Beverly D'Angelo is these days, but like all the National Lampoons, especially that one. Oh gosh, she does a great job. I feel like oh, my my fa- my my favorite mom on screen. I feel like Vegas Vacation gets a a bad rap. I thought that I thought that I thought that was hilarious. great. It was great. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was hilarious. Mr. Papa Giorgio. Yeah, Nikki Papa Giorgio. Um, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I stuck to TV. I I I didn't want to go because I, I was hard, having a hard enough time with TV. I was like, if I start throwing movies in there, I'm just never going to finish. Um, my number one. I don't yeah, think you usually it's, have a hard time with. I that. don't think it's debatable. Greatest TV show of all time. Carmela Soprano, Edie Falco, fantastic actress, kills the role. Um, she's so good. Soprano. Even neither one of you has watched Sopranos, right? I watched the first three episodes, and I'm like, "All right, just hook me right here. Get me something that I'm just gonna power through this." And it it didn't hook me in the first three episodes. I still I have the whole complete series. I haven't watched it yet. I never had HBO, so I don't have it. You have the whole series on what DVD, Blu-ray, yeah. Yeah, uh, let's say. Why don't you next time you go, you know, go hit your, meet you off your brother for beer? Why don't you go pick up the Sopranos and watch them, J.O.? Uh, okay. Well, maybe I will. God, so good. Uh, I need to watch them. Uh, uh, dude, it's it, it's fantastic. The, the sorry to not have sorry to not have the energy on your number one, but uh, it's all right. It's, it's well, probably, nobody's watching. Probably it, yeah. awesome. That's what I'm saying. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Outside of the way it ended, I I. I don't think you could do the show any better. And Carmel is just fantastic. She's sneaky. Roll Sweet. Tied too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, on, on that note, we will see who is singing next week. Um, because I wouldn't even mind singing the, I fully expect to lose and I wouldn't even mind singing the theme to good times. So just going to throw that out there. You'll be probably singing the, uh, theme to golden girls. So, Thank you for oh, being here. I, I, I have I the same thing to yours. Yeah, you got. If you if you lose, you you have to sing whichever one I pick from my list. From your list? Oh, yeah, from, How about my no, list? No, from my list. No, from my list. Why? why no, from if, from your individual list? Yeah. If, no, I pick. You why don't we put to, a Twitter poll about that and then put up the Twitter poll? No, it's gonna <laughs> be my. It's gonna be from the losers list. Because if you lose, your list sucks. So why would we care about you singing a song from a loser list? It doesn't suck. It's just not as good as the other list. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 something. Yeah, You're that's not a good first LeBron. Last. That's a that's a great LeBron media spin there. Good job, Matt. Uh, all right, we'll figure this out. <laughs> you want to hear any of all my that... choices? Yeah, I do. Oh I'll... sure, yeah, yeah, I do. I'll throw out a few. What out you got? What you have? Uh, speaking Bambi's mom. Speaking to Laura Lenny, we'll go uh, Abigail Adams and John Adams. Okay, there you go. Uh, nice. Uh, Vikings, Catherine Winnick as Lagertha. I don't know if you guys watch Vikings. It's a great show. I My buddy keeps telling me to. I need it's to. amazing. And I watched the first like two episodes, and again, it didn't pull me in like you said. So. And then the next three are actually grandmothers. Ooh, okay. Catherine Keener and 40-Year-Old Virgin. Nice. As Trish. Right. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Happy Gilmore's grandma. Uh, oh, I had that on my honorable <laughs> mentions, my deep honorable mentions. Good and, job. uh... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Doris Roberts uh, as Grandma Lily in Grandma's Boy. Great okay. movie. Oh, nice. Very good. Solid list. Congrats. But, uh, yeah. All right. Well, Drew, um, as per usual, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Happy Mother's Day to all the ladies listening. We love you. Sit down.
pull you that first round you got an open count toss it out everybody's cordial right now stir up the crowd get you that second round go on and throw it out talking about anything that makes you get loud <laughs> <laughs>